find some one thing, like even if you're having a really bad time, maybe it was somebody smiling at you in the checkout line of the drugstore or the grocery store, or maybe it was a nurse in the hospital that came to you while you were at the bedside of a loved one and just was nice to you. And you, and you can think about that and let that soak in and it'll make your brain happier. So gratitude makes your brain happier. When your brain is happier, all those things follow. Stay connected to gratitude. Hit the follow button right now and join thousands of listeners tuning in each week. We're the Gratitude Seekers. Come join us. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with us, we have a mindfulness expert. Her name is Julie Potiker, and I'm really happy to have this wonderful conversation about mindfulness, about being in the present moment, and um, so many other important topics nowadays especially when we have so many things that uh, tend to keep us from from being mindful julie welcome to the gratitude podcast thanks for having me my pleasure so let us know a little bit more about you well i'm a mom uh to three kids that are in their 20s a boy and twin girls um, actually, <laughs> my son is in his early 30s and the twins are about to be 29. Um, I'm a wife. I'm a teacher of mindful self-compassion. Uh, that's a certification as well as a bunch of other trainings. I create content to teach. I've written two books and I'm a poet. But I used to be a lawyer. So I, wow. te I teach very um, evidence-based you know, science-based, neuroscience-based, positive psychology, uh, and it it helped me and healed me. Um, I think that people come to this work when they're suffering, and I just happened to come to that work when I was suffering and um, realized the positive impact it could have um, and so that's why I became a teacher of it. That's wonderful. It's always amazing to see people that are able not just to overcome their own suffering, but to help spread the word and yeah. help others actually do the same. And I'm I'm always honored when I'm in the presence of, of such people. And um, yeah, I think it's it's a wonderful thing that we that we can do this for other people. So um, one of the, the first questions that I'm really curious about is um, related to gratitude, of course, is uh, your definition of gratitude. Like, how do you define gratitude? 
Um, I, I think that nobody's ever asked me that, how to define gratitude. Um, gratitude is, is related to hope for me. Um, mm -hmm. So my gratitude practice is answering two questions each night in a journal. What did I enjoy today? And what am I grateful for today? Because even if you are very upset, uh, you're having a horrible day, let's say uh, a loved one is, is dying, or let's say the world is at war, and let's say your people are being slaughtered, um, let's say other people are cheering for your demise. I mean, right now, um, on October 31st, as a Jewish woman, I have been having a very difficult time having gratitude, okay? So I'm grateful I'm safe. I'm grateful some people are speaking up. It's a minority of people that are speaking up, but some people are speaking up. I'm grateful for nature, that I can look outside, that I can see a stream, the water's moving, that I can see mountains, that the sun is coming up every day, that the moon is rising, you know, trying to find things that are enduring. Um, I'm grateful I have a roof over my head. I'm grateful none of my family was murdered, even though I feel like it's my brothers and sisters that have suffered this horrible massacre. So it's really crazy that we're having this interview today, this interview that was set up so many months ago, because I was wondering how the hell we were going to have a conversation today. So I'm just answering honestly. I can imagine. I can imagine. And yeah, I, I think this is this was this is one of the wonderful things about gratitude is that in spite of the the challenges that that we face in our life and uh, the people that we love face we can still find uh, the silver lining we can still find something that that we can feel grateful for and that can help us get ourselves together and um continue on with with life and yeah just just this fact so what you said just now about get ourselves together, I think that's it. I, I think that's it. Gratitude enables you to get your act together so that you can be the change, so that you can be the light, so that you can do the work. Even if the work is in your garden or taking care of your family or taking care of your animals, it doesn't have to be this global thing necessarily, unless you're a person that operates in that, in that theater. And in that case, go do it. Exactly, exactly. And uh, the interesting thing is that these days I was thinking about peace and, um, about the fact that quite a few years ago when I started the podcast, I, I was grateful for peace and for the fact that um, there was peace, at least where, where I live. And 
um it, it's something that we take for granted so easily but it's so different when when you have such a conflict so close to you one way or another yeah it's hard it's hard but the science behind gratitude which you know because your podcast is gratitude the science the brain science behind making yourself have a gratitude practice actually permeates every single area of your life. I have this graphic that I use in one of the classes that I teach that um, somebody else, happierhuman.com, and they never show, they never showed who, who he was and I couldn't find out or who she was, but they did a graphic of the benefits of gratitude and the graphic's so good because it shows your emotional life, your social life, your career life, your health life, your personality. And in each of these little circles underneath, it represents hundreds of scientific studies. So you're going to have more good feeling and more relaxed and more resilient, less envious, happier memories. Okay, that's all good. That's your emotional life. What about health? You're going to improve your sleep. You're going to be sick less. You're going to live longer. Your energy is going to be better. It's going to be easier to exercise. Okay, what about your personality? You're going to be less materialistic and less self-centered and more optimistic, and you're going to increase your self-esteem and be more spiritual. Well, that that's all great. Okay, what about your career? Oh, better management, improved networking, goal achievement, improved decision-making, increased productivity. Wow, last one, social, more social, kinder, more friendships, deeper relationships, healthier marriage. But underneath each one of those are studies that showed that, that, that those were the findings. So really, like, who wouldn't do this? Who wouldn't do this? Who wouldn't want that in their life, especially now? when you have to get out of bed and brush your teeth and wash your face and brush your hair and like live in this crazy upside down world. Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factors delicious meals range from calorie smart, keto, protein plus, vegan and veggie and they're ready in just two minutes customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle also discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast on-the-go lunch snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long Head to factormeals.com slash gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com slash gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's so true. That's so true. And um, yeah, it's... Uh... It's something that's so powerful that unfortunately not all of us are 
are capable of doing each and every day and i and i want and i wanted to know um how you managed to do it how did you manage to to um get a habit in gratitude yeah so um I think that it was James Barraza's class, Awakening Joy, that I took maybe, I don't want to say the wrong date, the wrong year, but it was at least, I'm, I'm going to say probably 15 years ago, and I saved the handouts. They sent like a, they sent like a handout package and then letters, and I did a three-hole punch old school and put it in a folder. And um, this was before I became a mindful self-compassion teacher, but I saved all the stuff. And I think that it was in his class where it was answer those two questions. What did I enjoy today? And what am I grateful for today? Because other people say, just write down three things you're grateful for, or just think about what you're grateful for. I don't, I don't like to journal, so that didn't work for me. So you have to find what works for you. And then the science is so overwhelming that I just sort of got grabbed myself and said, okay, this is the science, do it. Because I'm, I'm um, you know, neuroscience based in how I teach. I teach experience dependent neuroplasticity training, which is the work of Rick Hansen taking in a positive mental state, enriching it and absorbing it, pushes it to a neural trait. So that's a beautiful sunset. What's for dinner? No, that's a beautiful sunset. Wow, look at those colors. Just a couple breaths of enriching that and absorbing it in your body makes a new neural connection in your brain. So that's the gratitude practice. So let's say I went sailing because I love sailing and I'm a sailor. Let's say I went sailing that day. That would be what I enjoyed that day, right? And then what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for the ability to go sailing and to be on the water and to, you know, and then you just think about that. So I didn't write a novel on sailing. I said the word, I wrote the word sailing. And then I just had to use my brain and let it soak into my body. That's it. So that's easy. So people yeah. find some one thing, like even if you're having a really bad time, maybe it was somebody smiling at you in the checkout line of the drugstore or the grocery store, or maybe it was a nurse in the hospital that came to you while you were at the bedside of a loved one and just was nice to you. And you and you can think about that and let that soak in and it'll make your brain happier. So gratitude makes your brain happier. When your brain is happier, all those things follow. Exactly. And this is one of my favorite things about gratitude is the fact that um, it's very helpful when when things aren't going great because it helps you see those things that are working and that are great in, in your life, but also it enhances the, the beautiful things that have happened. Like um, we don't have to wait 
uh, every day to have uh, the biggest uh, promotion or uh, pay raise or something like this so that we can be grateful but we can find things and amplify them and uh, get even more juice out of them um, by practicing gratitude and yeah I, I love the fact that you you you've point, pointed to to these both of these things yeah yeah they can be really little it can be that you have a soft pillow or your favorite blanket i have this blanket from i loved i loved both of my parents deeply um, but my dad passed away three years ago and i have some of his stuff i wear his watch I have the blankets that we used to cozy up with to watch TV. You know, I, I, um, I'm tactile that way. I wear mm -hmm. something of my mother's every day. She passed in 2016. That's already a long time ago, but he passed in 2019. That's not that long ago. And so I just, I just appreciate the feeling that I get from their stuff because it connects me and then I can feel, I mean, it's melancholy and bittersweet, but I can feel connected. And I was so beautifully loved. That's so, um, yeah, it's good. I'm glad he's yeah. not alive right now. Oh, my gosh. What a world. Yeah, I know. I know the feeling. <laughs> I can be yeah, grateful definitely. about that. Yeah. I can. I can be grateful that he's not witnessing the world right now. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. I can I can definitely relate and yeah. But the uh, one beautiful takeaway from this is that we are um we are different as humans. We have different um senses that are really important for us like you mentioned you're tactile when you when you feel things with your hands and on your body you you feel in a, a certain thing in a certain way and um i think with, with gratitude as well like when we use the the, the senses as many of the senses as possible that what the ones that have the most impact we get to experience a, an even deeper uh, kind of gratitude and and that's wonderful but I, I i wanted to to get to something else as well um to the fact that we um we tend to focus much more unfortunately uh on criticizing ourselves rather than on being self -com self compassionate, uh, being grateful, appreciating things about ourselves. How can we start going from being very critical with ourselves to being self compassionate? Well, that's the mindful self compassion curriculum in a nuts in a nutshell. Um, learning to be kind to yourself and gentle with yourself and cut yourself some slack is a difficult practice, but it's it's 100% teachable. <laughs> so actually, I'd like to tease apart what you said because 
you said two different things that are important. One of them is that we have a negativity bias because we're primates. So that's the first thing. Don't beat yourself up over the fact that your brain is Velcro for bad things and Teflon for good things. Thank you, Rick Hansen, for that image. I think that he originated those images. Um, so knowing that, how do you overcome that? And also acknowledge that you have an inner critic. So you speak to yourself harshly. You wouldn't talk to your best friend the way you talk to yourself, or you wouldn't have any friends, right? Because because you can be really, really mean to yourself, right? Your inner critical voice is the voice of an early caregiver that was trying to keep you safe or trying to have you do your best or they were just in fear, whatever it was. Now, if your um, early childhood was actually traumatic, abuse, neglect, um, you know, uh, these exercises are not appropriate for you because your inner critical voice actually has no value. So you don't want to make friends with that voice. But if you had a, a more typical um, upbringing, you can do writing exercises where you think about, um, let's say you think about something that you'd like to change about yourself that's not a big deal. It's, you know, I wish I exercised more or I wish I ate better or something like that, that you beat yourself up over that because you're human. You write that down. And this is a class ex in the class exercise or for homework. And you write down how your inner critical voice responds to that. And you pay attention to the content and also the tone of voice. And you'll see it's not nice. And then you dredge up your inner compassionate voice. And if you don't know what that is, it's what you would say to somebody you really cared about for the same issue. They said they wish they exercised more. And then you write from your compassionate voice the response. And then you compare those two. And you see, hmm. That critical voice is not so motivating. This compassionate voice is very motivating and loving and gentle. And then you say goodbye to your critical voice. You know what? You can stand down. I don't need you anymore. I get you were trying to help me in A, B, C, D, E ways, but I'm a grown ass woman now. I don't need you, or I'm an adult man now. I don't need you. You're not helpful. You are retired. Thank you, but goodbye. And then you just lean into that compassionate voice over and over and over and over again. And one day, your compassionate voice is going to be the voice you hear. And it'll say something like, sweetheart. I know that when you exercise, because I pulled that example up, I know that you feel better and that you're healthier and I want you to be healthy and feel better because I love you. As opposed to lazy fat ass get off the couch. So that's yeah. how that works. 
We're all grateful for having a roof over our heads and love the comfort it brings us. So we spend a lot of time indoors. Actually, did you know that Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors and take about 20,000 breaths a day? Unfortunately, the quality of the air inside is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air according to EPA. With that in mind, I love having my windows open as much as possible to let fresh air in. But with the noise and air pollution, it's not always possible to do so. Thankfully, Air Doctor offers us an alternative that's quiet and efficient. It's the air purifier that caught the attention of CNN, ABC, Money and many more. Air Doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold and even bacteria and viruses. So our lungs don't have to. Even more so, Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code GRATITUDE and depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to $300 off. Exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free 3-year warranty on any unit which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com that's A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O dot com and use promo code GRATITUDE. Yeah, definitely. But I, I want to play the devil's advocate for, for this one because um, there is a common misconception that's related to gratitude as well. Like... Um, if we are too grateful, we are not going to be motivated to do anything. Or if we are too self-compassionate, we are just gonna slack forever and postpone everything because we are too, uh, way too kind to ourselves and we are not going to get things done. Yeah, no, that's a, that's <laughs> a common misconception that has been thoroughly debunked by science. So if you go on Kristen Neff's website, she has all the research articles by category. So you could just go to that category and you'll see that people are self that are self-compassionate are actually more likely to do more stuff because they know that if they fail, they can say, sweetheart, it's good that you tried. And then they're more likely to try more. So self-compassionate people are actually more more motivated and do even better in the workplace. <laughs> That's amazing. It is amazing. And it's backed by science, hello, which makes me really happy. Otherwise, I don't know if I could teach this stuff. If it was just like pie-in-the-sky grooviness, I, I wouldn't be doing it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Totally understand. Yeah, so um, just just this this fact is is very interesting for me. Um, we we tend to be very self-critical in in many ways because we believe that we're not going to change if we're not critical with ourselves. Like, okay, how how am I supposed to do things better if I 
I'm not critical, you know, at, at some level. Yeah, that's your um, inner critical voice saying all of those things. So you can let that voice go and you can lean into your compassionate voice, the voice that you would use for a dear friend. That's the motivating voice. Exactly. Yeah. I grew up with a C's are not acceptable in this house. You know, the, in the grading system and in America, you get an A, you get a B, you get a C. We weren't allowed to get C's as kids. It was really scary. And there was a subject, it was chemistry in high school, that I just, I couldn't understand it. It just wasn't how I'm wired in my brain. And I was terrified that my mom would see a C. I didn't actually know what was going to happen. So I hid my report card. It was a, um, you know, these kids do these things. It was one of those um, midterm reports and it was a C and I hid it. And then they went to parent teacher night. I've never told anybody this and um, found out from the teacher how poorly I was doing in the class. And oh my God, my mother was, she was screaming and yelling and calling me names because not just, not only because I was doing poorly grade wise, but because I hid the report card, which was like a huge moral failing. I mean, she called me every name in the book. She called me a pig. I mean, it was really unbelievable. What did it, what? What a voice to internalize as a kid. Horrible, horrible. Now I did end up with like either a B in that class or, or an A minus in that class because I switched teachers. And the new mm. teacher, the new teacher explained things in such a way understood it. He brought in like balloons and you know, I know I sound like <laughs> this whole thing sounds crazy. I haven't thought about it in years, but um, I was able to understand it because he taught it in a way that it was easier to understand. Exactly. The, the other teacher, I think, just really didn't like me, actually, because he said, um, if you spent less time on the stage, because I was in rehearsals every day because I was a theater kid and I was in all the shows. If you spent less time on the stage rehearsing, you wouldn't be doing poorly in this class. Well, I can't swear on your podcast, can I? So anyway, the little, <laughs> the little girl in me, um, I was like, screw you. I can't understand it because I can't understand it. So anyhow, that's uh, somehow we dredged up an old memory. <laughs> yeah, you know what's interesting? I actually had a very similar experience. I actually really? Had some, yeah, <laughs> it was so funny for me listening. So I actually did the same thing. At one point I had uh, like some bad grades and I just hid the um, report card. And then did your parents find out and you got in big trouble? Uh, it, for me, it was easier in the sense that I think at one point after some years, they they realized that it, it wasn't that it got lost, but I actually hid it, you know? <laughs> 
And it was very funny because at some point I was helping my mom try to find it, you know, and I knew where I hid it. <laughs> and we were like searching for it throughout the house. And it was <laughs> hilarious from if if I would have seen this, this from above, it was hilarious because, of course, I knew what it was and I had to do everything in my power to make sure that she wouldn't get to that part or if we would get to that part, I would hit it in another part. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so it was it was really funny. Um, now if I'm looking back, back at it, but um, aside from that, what I understood from the experience is that for me, it was not actually about the report card itself, but it was uh, about losing their approval, their yeah. appreciation, their love. Yeah. And that was it. So that, that was the danger and the, I don't know how many years uh, I had at, at one point, but the um, the child in me was like, okay, I'm not going to lose these. <laughs> these are important for us. For me, uh, I, I'd rather lose the, the report card. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing parental like hmm. now with my father i never would have lost his approval or his love regardless of what i did or didn't do with my mother i had to meet her expectations mm -hmm. and they were very very high yeah so now that i'm this i'm 62 years old they're long gone right they, they, you know, it's looking back and grieving them and missing them. I can see why it's so much easier to have so much more sweetness for my dad because my mom was hard. I yeah. loved her deeply and she was phenomenal, but that's hard. That's really hard. <laughs> so I try not to do that to my kids. Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking, and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factor's delicious meals range from calorie smart, keto protein plus, to vegan and veggie, and they're ready in just two minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com slash gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Yeah, that's, that's again, the, the most wonderful part that um, we as, as a species, we can learn change. from. Yeah, we can change, we can do things better, we can... When we know how it is to be in a certain situation we know that we can improve and we can do things better and uh that that works on the inside as well like like you mentioned the fact that we we've seen that we can 
really beat ourselves up uh, and we're actually just feeling miserable you know like in most of the situations we just feel bad about things but that changes nothing actually you know and nothing actually no one actually wins from this right uh, and we have a choice we can choose the other voice that that you mentioned and uh, that you describe beautifully and that's the voice of someone that that loves us that's someone that cares for us and it's a whole nother way of um, experiencing life basically yeah. when when you when you you're not that that rough with yourself I, and i call and, myself sweetheart <laughs> i do i call myself sweetheart the first maybe year or two or maybe even three of calling myself sweetheart made me laugh because it, <laughs> it sounded so weird and uh almost fake right and now i just really mean it with all my heart i call myself sweetheart sweetheart honey this is hard but you can do it sweetheart i'm so sorry you're hurting sweetheart what do you need to hear right now sweetheart what do you need to do right now to shift your mood you know i created that acronym snap which was my, which is my second book which is soothing touch so that you release some endorphins and oxytocin to start feeling better right away right and then name the emotion because that really helps give you more perspective around it oh this is grief this is fear this is anxiety this is this feels terrible whatever it is right and then the act of sna the a is act what do i need to hear right now sweetheart what do i need to hear right now and then you say it to yourself because you deserve it you deserve that sweetheart and then what do I need to do right now to shift my mood? Now, you might not want to shift your mood. You might say, you know what? I need to cry for 15 minutes. And then I need to pick up myself and glue myself back together and do something that brings me joy so that I can have a gratitude about it. So what brings me joy that I can do in that moment? Is it listening to a song that moves me? Is it going out in nature? Is it petting my dog? Is it cooking something, calling a friend, taking a bath? It's You'll have a joy list that's unique to you that, that'll have 25 or 35 things on it and you'll pick one of them to do. And then the last part of SNAP is praise, it's the P. And that is thanking yourself for your practice, thanking your teachers. If you're a God person, thanking God or Jesus or Buddha or Allah, you know, and then all of that is gratitude and letting that soak in. So something is happening that you are uncomfortable with. You're feeling uncomfortable. Snap, soothing touch, name the emotion, act and praise. And when I teach it in a group of people, I have them do the hand and arm motions so that they remember it. When we did the book launch, my husband said afterwards, you know, that was really good and it was really interesting, but I felt like we were doing the hokey pokey. 
at the beginning of the class. And I said, good, because you people remember the hokey pokey. Exactly. I want them to remember this. And eventually it'll get internalized and they won't be using the hand and arm motions. And they'll just know. They'll have their hand on a, their heart or their stomach or their face, or they'll be hugging their arms, whatever the soothing touch is that works for them. And then they'll be naming that emotion, wow, that feels like anger, right? Or fear or whatever it is. Then they'll be doing the act, what do I need to hear right now? And they'll tell it to themselves. And then they'll be doing, what do I need to do right now? And they'll do a tool or two or three or four or 10. And finally they'll be praising. Such a powerful practice. And I, I love, I love this idea that you're doing something not just in your own head, but you're also moving, you're also um, exper experiencing the, the feeling and all of this process with all of your body. And uh, I think this is, this is very powerful. And what you just mentioned about sweetheart, it's it's so powerful and i was thinking of course i was translating in in romanian and i was uh, thinking how i would uh, talk to myself and if and i urge uh, our audience to, to do the same like um, to think about sweetheart or the the kind of uh, um, way you would address someone that you care about and you love and just have this experience because of course when you hear it uh, from us talking it's it's something but when you do it in your own head and you talk with yourself like that it's so interesting and it's such a, a, a different kind of experience and you realize that hmm, i could do this right this could be a way for me to relate to myself this is not right. Bad. And if it makes you laugh because you feel embarrassed, that's okay. Because laughter is also very good. You know, biologically, laughter is very good. Shauna Shapiro wrote the book, Good Morning, I Love You. She had this, she's a scientist. Uh, <laughs> she wrote this little book, Good Morning, I Love You, because she had this, where she did it in the mirror every morning. Good morning, I love you, she said to herself. And she um, she's a scientist, so the book's full, filled with really good science, and she showed how it changed her life. Yeah, and usually these these simple things are so impactful, but we just need to do them, you know, like really have the this experience. And um, yeah, for me, this was very moving just relating to myself and talking to myself in uh, in such a way because what I felt was that it was activating something inside of me that I was doing for other people very naturally mm -hmm. but it was um, different uh, or weird in, in some way to do it with myself and uh, I, I think this is this is a wonderful gift that uh, we can bring to ourselves and it's it's simple and of course the the snap method is is so powerful and the visual of it like the, the snap everyone knows the snap 
and the fact that we we know that it's very easy to to do and to um, to put into words and to into something really concrete that's that's amazing we're uh, in theory we're nearing the end of our time together I I don't know if you have uh, a few minutes to to continue or yeah I'm fine I'm good okay just wanted to make sure that you don't have a, a hard stop because I feel that um, th there's more there's more to to our conversation and uh, yeah I, I think it would be amazing to to continue for a few minutes so yeah sure. I um, I think it's um, it's so powerful just this this simple act and um, also what what I see about you uh, that I really appreciate is the fact that you you're very playful uh, like this uh, the way you approach these kinds of things that are serious from some points of view is still very playful and I think this is this is very helpful for for many of us when we see things like very seriously and they should be in a certain way and stuff like this it makes us anxious it's, it makes us less inclined to 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 do them but when we're playful when we can laugh about it when we can uh, say okay this is kind of weird but it's funny and it's fun let's try it out mm -hmm. okay it's we're much more open and so, I love so for me for me it's the science that makes me willing to do the things that that feel weird or are funny or are embarrassing or whatever. I I keep my eye on the ball. Oh, the ball says this is going to help me. Okay, I'll try it. And then if it's weird, I'll just say it out my mouth. Wow, this is weird. Wow, this is embarrassing, you know? Just say what's happening. Say it out of your mouth, what is happening. And with my kids, you know, in terms of the toolbox, when things are really sideways, <laughs> I'll, I'll say what tool helps you now? Is it gonna be going into the sauna or into an, uh, an, an ice cold bath or a cold shower to reset your nervous system? Is it gonna be listening to a meditation? my daughters are musicians is it going to be writing music or singing you know what i mean so yeah um i once i once years ago my son called me he was having a panic attack and i told him to put his head his face in a bowl of ice water you know because it's a dbt dialectical behavioral therapy tool because you have the divers response and it it resets your nervous system. And so he did it, but then he didn't use another tool after that. So he went back into panic and he's like, he called me again and he's like, I've stuck my face in the ice water three times already. And I'm like, oh, I didn't tell you what to do after that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, then you use the tool. Is it going to be grounding yourself through the soles of your feet? Is it going to be doing a meditation? Is it going to be watching something completely distracting? You know, like during 
the, during this past three weeks when I've been so upset because of what's going on in Israel and in Gaza, I've been watching old movies, you know, classic movies from the 1940s or cheesy rom-coms, which is stands for romantic comedy. You know, I'm, I'm having a hard time. Um, normally I really get into reading novels and that's a good distraction. That's one of my tools, but I'm having a hard time um, concentrating because I'm upset. So you pick what's gonna work for you. I have, Some of these days, I've been taking two baths a day. Taking a bath in the middle of the day, that's kind of a day bath. That makes me laugh. That's kind of like extra, you know? So, yeah, yeah so I do approach it. I never thought about it as playful, but I think you're right. I do approach it with... A light touch. Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking, and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factor's delicious meals range from calorie smart, keto protein plus, to vegan and veggie, and they're ready in just two minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com slash gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Exactly. Yeah, and this makes it powerful. This makes it powerful. We, we have to be serious in so many uh, activities in our days. And we have to be uh, in in so many ways um, serious and focused and all of these things. Uh, and when we are able to to play with these things rather than feel that it's a, another responsibility, I think that's when we open up and we say, hmm, this could work. This is interesting. Okay, this is weird, but it's new. Let's let's try it out. Let's see if it works. And uh, I think this this actually brings uh, a lot of change because when we see things as being weird or out of the ordinary, it means that we haven't had that experience yet, right? That's why they call it a practice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, these kinds of things actually stick with us and. Uh, yeah, we we get to do them for for the long term, and uh, we internalize them, and we can use them, like we we said in in the beginning, either when things are uh, are hard and it's not easy to to find things to to be grateful for, and also when we want to amplify the the beautiful things that are 
happening in our life. So um, we are nearing the end of our time together and I wanted to ask you where can our audience get your books, uh, get in touch with you? Sure, my website has everything. It's um, Mindful Methods with an S for F-O-R life.com mindful methods for life.com i know that's a mouthful but it was the domain in 2014 that i could get <laughs> and go daddy i wanted it to be some shorter name but i couldn't anyhow it's mindful methods for life.com and there's actually a um a podcast on there that's free it's got hundreds of compassion meditations and each one has a poem at the end because that's how i teach um, and I think meditating right now uh, is a good tool for the toolbox. There's also my books in there, but when you go to the um, suggested reading tab, the pull down, you'll see all my teacher's books. And you'll see any book that I have found, being a woman of the book, that has been helpful for me in this journey. So it might be helpful for your listeners. And you'll see the websites and the newsletters of all all of my teachers or anybody i have learned from as well as the blog i mean it's you could spend you could spend an hour in there um really learning stuff and it's all free stuff because i am not in this work to make a dollar i'm not i am in this work to alleviate suffering that's amazing and yeah I, I think in relation to what's happening in, in the world, I think this is actually the, the root of it all. Yes. Yeah, may there be peace someday. May there be peace. Exactly. Evil needs to be rooted out so that there can be peace. It's actually a battle. It's a battle to root out evil. Yeah. And I think we we're all doing our part, uh, and yeah, you're definitely doing uh, amazing work in this sense, and you've created uh, an amazing resource for for all of the people that are open and uh, that want to learn. So, thank you so much for for being here with us, for for sharing your knowledge and your your playful and uh, kind way of being thank oh that's you. so sweet thank you for having this podcast and uh thank you for the trip down memory lane i can't believe i went all the way back to high school <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's amazing and how, what were the odds to have the, the the same kind of experience yeah <laughs> well, well maybe the odds are high maybe yeah, there's true. millions of people that when they were kids were so scared that they hid their report card. Yeah, exactly. Maybe there's a common <laughs> humanity there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, again, thank you so much. It's been a, a great pleasure, and I'm really happy that we we got to do this together. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, gratitude seeker. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview. I really appreciate it. And if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it share it with them. It might actually be the inspiration that they need 
to make their day or maybe even their life much better. Thank you so much once again. This has been Georgian Benta. Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now.